One, two, <laughs> one. Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. <laughs> That's my best radio voice, Delisle. <laughs> I like I'm it. Kid, I'm Kid Carson. Oh, no, my ring light just turned off. Oh, no, it's the demon. It um, is the demon. We have a really special guest for everyone. I'm so excited. I can't believe this is happening. One of the... One of the great things about this pandemic is that we now, I mean, I bless, bless us. We're so blessed. I'm so happy that there's a pandemic because it means that we get to have guests on that we normally wouldn't have on because we never recorded remotely before this. Yeah, it's true. So what I'm saying is uh, we have a guest from Toronto. She used to live nearby. So it's so nice to see her again. She's an actor. She's a comedian. It's Nicole Passmore. Hi, we're Hi. so blessed. We're so blessed. Oh, we're so lucky. Oh, I'm maintaining blessed. a positive attitude. Yeah, you're you're doing really well. Um, I'm not, <laughs> but it's Go nice on. to see. It's really nice to see. I don't know. Actually, I'm doing fine. I feel like I'm. You know, when you ride that roller coaster of the pandemic, where yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm on a high. Lately, okay. I'm like, oh, nothing's good. Nothing's going right. But I am just enjoying like wandering my neighborhoods and like drinking a coffee and petting cats. And, yes. okay. you know, got nothing yeah. to do. But the stuff I'm doing is really pleasant. Yeah. You're That's thriving lovely. at just wandering. I'm, <laughs> I'm thriving at just wandering. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome anytime. But like you were in Vancouver for a while. I moved to Toronto six years ago, but before that I lived in Vancouver for my whole life. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. And we started the podcast five years ago, so that's Ships that's what happened the there. Yeah. But like yeah. you've been you've been back here and it's just not like I've never I've known about it like when your Kelly tells me like you're back. You're going back and I'm like <laughs> Jessica and I, for the listeners, don't know each other really, but we we do have a very, very good friend in common, former guest, Kelly Ogmanson. Yes. Um, real lovely, giggly pal. And Jessica just told me slash reminded me <laughs> that apparently the first time we interacted, I was stroking her hair <laughs> from behind and she turned around and I went, you're not who I thought you were. And <laughs> honestly, tracks. And we, we think, we think maybe I thought she was Kelly, but I don't know. There's I no don't... one else who you could mistake me for because were like, you, were you sitting or standing? I think we had been sitting near each other and then mm. we were standing. I think it was like the intermission of a show. It's got to be Kelly. And, it's got to be. And you were just like, wow, your hair is so long now. And I turned around and I was like, I mean, yes, that's true. But like, hello. <laughs> You're not who I thought you were. I thought I was stroking the hair of another stranger. <laughs> I thought you were Tom oh. Cruise. Yeah. Who else is um, short? Who else is short? I don't know. I'm not that tall, but... What are you, what are you like? Five feet. Okay, so that's yeah. little. <laughs> that's, that's little. It's petite. 
I'm five, three and a half. And I do say the half because <laughs> you got it because a nurse measured me once. And that's what it was. So I feel this is your I feel medical entitled. height <laughs> <laughs> and medical means legal. So hi, my name is Nicole Passmore, represented by Play Management. And my height is five foot three and a half. And if you don't recognize that, fuck you. <laughs> You're hired. That's every yeah. every one of my slate. <laughs> wow. Mm. Yeah, I just I was walking around. I was doing a neighborhood wander recently and I was thinking about being short and being five feet tall. And I was realizing that like eventually if I if I live to a ripe old age, I will no longer <laughs> be five feet anymore because that spine oh, yeah. is gonna compress. <laughs> my grandma was like five ten maybe close to 5'11", and she's still a bit, maybe a bit taller than me, but she's probably 5'5 now. Oh, wow. That's a huge loss. Yeah. (laughs) Shrink. Can Uh, she still dunk? Yeah. Yeah. She can still dunk like she always could, especially after after her many strokes that she jokes about. She can still dunk. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, if I called my grandma right now and was like, can you still dunk? She would be like, what is that? What's a dunk? I don't know what that means. I mean, I've never dunked unless it's like a fucking (laughs) like Playmobil (laughs) children's. Have you ever had somebody pick you up so you can imagine what it feels like? No. Yeah, like a parent. I've, I've, as an adult, I've had like a, (laughs) grown person oh. pick me up um but like in your their your butt is like right in their face it's a if small price to pay yeah yeah was it a date <laughs> no <laughs> no it was I think it was actually like a friend's boyfriend which sounds scandalous but it really nah. wasn't and he did it for all of us there was a group of us and he was like you want to no see what way. it's like yeah it was a nice little gift. That's really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and then we dunked the basketball because wow. there's no no That's way we're ever going to be able to do story. that. I'm going to get Jay to do that for me. Jay, for the listener and for Nicole, my husband is uh, 6'3". Oh, So yeah. he, he could do that for me. He, Maybe if I lost like 20 pounds I every time he's like let me pick you up I'm like your spine I worry about your spine um well he does he can do that thing where he can like dunk and then also like swing off of the the hoop which oh yeah looks really fun so I would like to do that yeah I I know what that strength (laughs) I'm like already worried I'm like make sure you're wearing good running shoes (laughs) with ankle support yeah, not those little cute boat shoes of yours. You need something that in case you have to jump down, you know, you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. I feel like when, when people hang, it's extra unfair because it's a bit of a show off, which fine, go ahead, own own your skill. But also, you, I feel like they've already got the glory of dunking and then they're hanging in a way that I feel like would be so therapeutic, like a chiropractic session. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I just a that. bit jealous. Yeah. I need someone to stretch me out while I'm hanging from a basketball court. (laughs) Well, Craigslist. (laughs) (laughs) You can can get that real quick. I could even get paid for it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) As long as you're willing to part with whatever shoes you were wearing while you did it. (laughs) My sensible uh, trainers (laughs) that (laughs) Alicia will have reminded me to wear. 
Yeah, I just don't want either of you hurting your ankles. It's scary. When I'm out for my night walks in my neighborhood, my my wanders, uh, (laughs) I've rolled a few ankles and I'm like, this could be the next six months of my life. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrifying. Today, Hank barked at something. We were walking through Shaughnessy, which is empty, of course. Mm -hmm. And he barked at something like a wild animal. And my heart jumped. And I said to him out loud, Hank, I'm going to have a heart attack. And no one's going to find me because this town's empty. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, wait. That's my fear. Why is Shaughnessy empty? Um, Well, it's really quiet. And I think part of it is that people have other homes elsewhere. Got it. Um, So maybe country homes or maybe they live part-time in Canada. And also everyone's behind like these gates. It's like basically like a ma- gated mansion community. So mm-hmm. I rarely yeah. see anyone around there. Like I saw two people jogging and a couple people waiting for a bus stop, which is actually closer to Jessica's house than anything else. Where yeah. Those are the only humans I saw on an hour long walk, basically. I oh. love uh, running in Shaughnessy because no one will see me looking like a tomato panting. Um, <laughs> but also I found something out about Shaughnessy and why it's so empty. Uh, just this week, former guest Fiona Hernandez and I were talking because she was uh, foraging for moss for her uh, <laughs> for her yearly uh, nativity scene she makes with all like weird little figurines from Mexico. Um, she makes a nativity scene out of like a woman who just has a bunch of onions. Like it's not a traditional nativity <laughs> scene. It's so it's great. Really good. Lots of chickens. Um, but <laughs> she, she and her partner were walking around and they were like, why are there so many of these huge mansions that are under construction? Like it's like every other mm-hmm. house there. And she had a theory and she looked it up and it was proven correct that if your house is under construction, you don't have to pay the vacant home tax oh for fuck's Um, sake so that finally i understand why there are homes in shaughnessy that have been under construction for years Mm -hmm. (laughs) like years since because i've lived in this neighborhood for 10 years and i remember walking around one time and there's this sign there's this construction company all right maybe it's landscaping but it says crisp hardscapes (laughs) and I think Jay and I were probably on drugs when we first saw that, but we were like, crisp hardscapes? What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? And it's that was years ago. And now every time I go past, I'm like, crisp hardscapes, still still hard at work on this <laughs> vacant home. Still crispy. What still a fucking there. scam that place is. Yeah. Can I make fun of Shaughnessy even yes, though you yeah. live there? Yeah. Okay, because all I kept thinking was, even if you did sprain your ankle outside of one of these people's homes... They're not coming to help you. No. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they're, like, they're sitting inside looking out and going, mm, no, they're not counting, today. Counting their Fabergé eggs. <laughs> <laughs> today when I walked through there, there's this park. This, this, I don't know what the name of the park is up there, Jessica, but it's like in a kind of a roundabout. The Crescent. The Crescent. It's and called Shaughnessy Park, actually. I should have guessed. And there was just someone standing <laughs> in the dark in the park whistling a tune. That's a murderer. <laughs> what is? See, I didn't see that person. I'd see that person. I'm assuming was a man, uh, but he's just in there whistling a tune. No dog, nothing. So scary. nothing I recognized, but it made the dog nervous. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I was like, "We're out of here," and it was like right a few seconds later where he barked at something, and I was like, "If I die, I don't want to die around these rich people." Maybe no. it was Randy Quaid. He lives there. 
<gasps> we were trying to figure out where Randy Quaid lives last week. I can, um, I can show you which wh- exactly where he lives. I, oh I, my God. We, we literally, <laughs> a group of friends and I were like, where does Randy live now? Cause we know, we knew it was Vancouver, but we thought maybe North fan. Um, and we jokingly talked about how someone should start a where is Randy Quaid website just so you can find him before <laughs> realizing that he would yeah. hate that. I love the idea. <laughs> That's his whole his whole paranoia is that people are following him. Yeah. So he's hiding in Shaughnessy. Yeah, well, well not that's what hiding. We think. He's got. I've seen him. Like he looks like a old Santa. He's got a big like white beard and hair. His hmm. in front of his mansion, there's a giant RV, and it just makes me think of his character from Vegas Vacation <laughs> or yeah. the Vacation series, uh, the franchise. Yes, the, the yeah. <laughs> I did want to tweet at him last week that when he was when Donald Trump retweeted him and just to say like he lives in Vancouver and he took down your Trump flag because he had a Trump flag in his window for like well over a year, a long not time. longer. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But it's also funny because I, I'll like run past his place and I'll see uh, his recycling <laughs> out on the curb. And I'm like, you need to eat better, Randy. <laughs> like too many, too many Dr. Oatker pizzas. At least wow. he recycles. That's true. That's, that's true. like one tiny silver lining on that's him yeah, as a human. That's nice of you to find that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm a real saint. I'm <laughs> notorious for being kind and sweet. Totally. Well, you're not not notorious for it. Yeah, yeah it was nice that time true. you pet my hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very kind. Yeah, very kind. Very kind. I once went to a touch. party at your house. It was pretty fun. Mm, mm-hmm. Wait, which party? Do you remember? Um, it was. There's a lot of people there, mm-hmm. and you weren't dressed in Star Trek. And, and you weren't dressed in a Star Trek costume. And um, <laughs> well, that's a lot of the parties. <laughs> Did you spend the entire party in your bedroom? Maybe. Oh, so there, there are a couple of times I did that because I actually don't love parties. Okay. Um, but one of the times I like definitely had some sort of terrible flu, and I was like, I lived in the basement, but we had the whole house, so I came upstairs to like refill the snack bowls because I was feeling so guilty, but also was truly feverish. And I just remember this one woman like standing in front of a cupboard and me being like, excuse me, excuse me. Like totally so sick. Just be like, I gotta get by, excuse me. Like so out of it. And she turned around and she was like, ugh who the fuck are you? And I was like, it's my house. And then I, I like cried a little. Yeah. She was so mean in my kitchen while I was pouring out more snacks. I feel like that was the party I was at. And that was me. Um, (laughs) But I feel like there was like some, there was a weird element at that party. I also would not stop making fun of Ross doc. Oh, I mean that again, could be any party. Yeah. I just couldn't stop. I can't. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Ross used to walk me home from comedy shows. Oh, that's right. Not nice. not even to flirt with me or hit on me, but because he was like trying to be very gentlemanly. Right. Um, chivalrous. Chivalrous. But then also it would always turn into like, well, you might get murdered. 
It's like, oh, <laughs> thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks, thank Ross. You. That's really, that's nice. Um, a couple of years ago when I was looking for an apartment, someone has, has bought that house and converted the basement into a two-bedroom suite. Oh. And um, it was a shithole, and they were asking a lot of money for it. My former house, you mean? The one I lived in? Yeah. <gasps> the basement was a shithole. Yeah. They painted it white and then were like, it's $1,600 for a two-bedroom apartment that you can't, anybody that's over five foot six can't. The, the ceilings are so low. Yeah, dangerously I, low. Like Dangerously low. Yeah. I I once had a, a man over. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was Unzip. six. Welcome to my gross little basement. Welcome to my other gross little basement. <laughs> <Yeah. Matt Hussey. laughs> but he was he was six four and he had to just like literally but like like double over. That's hot. Also, that's, have you, I'm sure you haven't heard this story and not to distract, but that's the house where Toilet Rat happened. <gasps> what? Toilet Rat, I've heard about this. You've there heard about like Toilet Rat. Several comedians lived in this house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Toilet Rat happened when Kelly was living there for a brief period of time. And I had just been, I was on my way back from Portland. So I wasn't there for the first part of Toilet Rat. But Kelly called me like honestly probably 20 times I was like oh my god something's happened this is terrifying but because I had like my phone off in the states I didn't get it until I was over the border um on a zoom a mega bus zoom bus whatever they're called go bus bolt bus, bolt bus that's the one <laughs> um that's the classy thing I took but I got all these messages of her from her panicked and apparently um, she had peed, uh, uh, really getting into it already, but she was peeing <laughs> and she like, you look in the toilet before you pee, there's nothing in the toilet. So she, she's just finished peeing and she hears a splash and she looks over and there's a rat in the toilet and she was like, what? So... <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure she screamed at the top of her lungs, actually, but she at least had the, the sort of like wits about her to close the toilet seat and close the door and run into the living room. And then um, at the time, her partner, uh, who she was dating then, had to like come over and help us get rid of Toilet Rat. And so he and I had to go into the bathroom and like cover it with a box he, he took a broom tried to sweep it into the corner and then we put like a oh a garbage can on top of it and then you know like when you catch a spider and you don't want to kill it we slid a piece of cardboard underneath yeah. so we could like carry it out and then we took it into the alley and he just hucked it and we ran <laughs> away screaming and we were so thrown off but we talked to a like an exterminator um, a couple days after and he was like oh yeah yeah, there was a storm. The rats get in the sewer. They swim up into your toilet. Toilet rats, real common. So we, <laughs> we had a toilet rat. Well, I'm so glad she didn't flush. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be like... I actually think she may have flushed, and that's what caused the rat to start panicking and try to get out of the toilet. Okay, yeah. I can but I don't see remember. That. Yeah, I think that that most people's instinct would be to flush. So absolutely no judgment. Also, you know, the way that I feel about rats, it's always very different when they're in my own home. 
But it's like, <laughs> if it came up... In own toilet. <laughs> if it came up through the pipe, through the water... Like mm-hmm. there must be some air pockets in there that it can breathe. So like flushing it back down, maybe it would be fine going back for a little. Oh, oh, apparently they can survive quite a while yeah, in the pipes. They're good so swimmers. there must be. Yeah. Well, you've both ruined my evening. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. That's really spooky. But no more. That was the only rat, right? Um, or were there several other rats that we, just showed no, up we, as a like, magic, <laughs> some sort of portal? That's what actually threw us, because, I, I mean, I'm making this place sound terrible, but we didn't have any mice or rats or anything, so that was really just nice. Just rat. Just yeah. one. I think just that's one, a really good deal, rat. actually. If I only yeah. ever had to in my whole life deal with just one rat and one toilet up from all the places I've had, like, right. Mice and rats in? Yeah. I'd take toilet rat any day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I would have, like, made him, like, a beautiful cage. <laughs> Out of piss. He'd eat with the dog. He'd just be the new pet. But Alicia, you don't have to keep the toilet. No, if he wanted to stay, that would be fine. Yeah, but I I really hate rats, but I'd keep a toilet rat. But I'd like. I don't really hate rats, but I don't want them in my house. Yeah, fair, fair. Get like a ratatouille situation going on, but like with toilets, it's like the rat. Lives under free. your <laughs> underwear. I don't know. It might, maybe doesn't translate. No, it's not going in the no. right direction. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. You know where you can find that? Craigslist. Mm. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. I've been situation. looking on Craigslist recently and pff, what a mess of things. What do you look for? I was looking for a lamp. Because we oh. have this like lamp that uh, it's one of those like wake up lamps that it's supposed to like mm. simulate sunrise. We've had it for years. And at one point, like the the buttons on the side, like they just don't work properly. So it's got like a radio and an alarm and like the brightness controls in there. And so sometimes you press the brightness control and all of a sudden it's like, boom, loud radio is playing. And you're like, no, it's like the circuit underneath it must have slipped or something. And I'm very stubborn and I'm like, the lamp works. It's fine. And Jay's like, we need to get rid of this. I hate it. It like destroys him every single day. And I'm like, that's fine. Your fingers are too big. Like I'm just gaslighting him. So I was like, oh, fine. I'll find a cute little lamp. Like Kelly's got this little touch lamp that I love because it's like, you know, dimmable, but you just have to touch it anywhere on the lamp. I was like, I'll get one of those. But then I was like, what am I doing? I'm not going to like meet a stranger right now. This is like, I'll just <laughs> spend like a bunch of money somewhere else. <laughs> Ikea's deliveries have really loosened up, by the way. In a bad way? In a good way. Like it only oh. takes like maybe a couple of days to get things. They have, oh. I, they have, the reason I say that is I really like their lamp selection. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I just, I love lamp. It's uh, not like in the, I really do love lamps. Like I have a lot of. Yeah, they're great. I lamps. I went through like 30, 40, 45 maybe pages on Etsy looking for vintage lamps. And then I was like, I need to stop. This is just going to go on forever. I did that with fanny packs oh. and, and, and vintage soap dispensers, which are really oh. hard to find. Yeah. Because you can get them new. You can get them not handmade or vintage, but vintage ones really hard to find. Yeah, I bet. So, did you find a good fanny pack? 
I never did. Oh. I just got a I, new one. <laughs> oh, you did? Where'd you, where yeah, did you? I ended up getting it from Simon's. Brianna Rayner sent me a text message. She knew that I was, I've been looking for one for months to use for dog treats because mm. they make like the pet industry makes these like little pouches that you clip onto your jacket or your jeans. And inevitably I've lost three already. And oh, they're no. always about like, tw- like between like 15 and $25 each. That's so, a lot of money. Yeah, and then they're just gone. Sometimes I found one and like repeatedly lost that one for a while. Hmm. And then, um, so I was like, I just need like a fanny pack, but they're all kind of like flimsy. So I got a, a Herschel one on sale at Simon's for $24. Nice. Good deal. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's great. It fits, fits a lot of treats. It's really <laughs> helping. You could call that a retail dream. Oh, yes. Whoa. That's a good segue. <laughs> Nicole, do you have a retail nightmare for us? Yeah, I do. I mean, I have lots of retail nightmares, if we're being honest. come back over and over and over again. Um, Because I used to work retail. I haven't in many, many years. Let's say about eight. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Honestly, never want to go back. No offense to anybody who loves retail. But I used to work at this really weird Thai store. And by Thai, I mean like the country. Like... Okay. If you're ever in Vancouver, you might know the place, but I'm not going to name it. But it was on Maine and King Edge. Fuck! That guy was my neighbor. I know the craziest story from that place, but we're not like the. Anyways, you keep going. So, (laughs) like Alicia's already hit on one part of this place. The guy who owned it was um, a nightmare always, and. For a lot of reasons, some of which I won't get into, but one I will say is that working there, the till, like the POS, whatever, was behind this sort of huge desk, and there was only really one way out. It was enclosed on three sides, and my German boss (laughs) grabbed a guitar, pulled a stool up within, I'd say, four inches of me. (laughs) (laughs) Put his put his leg up on the stool and then proceeded to play me literally two and a half hours worth of folk songs. Oh my god, that all that's while a crime. I was seated, so his leg and crotch are like in my face. Oh my god. While he's just like he's like, I'm going to sing you a song now. And that's actually kind of he's like, Hello, my name is I'm not going to say his name. Um, <laughs> and then he was, so he'd be like, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. So, <laughs> side note, nightmare man. Also, nightmare there. We got broken into three separate times. And oh. by the time the third one came around, the police actually thought it was me. Because, <laughs> because it, was hap- it was happening so frequently. And I was always the one who had to call it in and they were like truly by the third time they were just like are you sure you aren't involved and by that (laughs) by that point I was almost ready to quit so I was like I don't care but the actual nightmare story way to go VPD (laughs) what great detective skills ask like the young woman is this you we're bored hey are you sure you sure you didn't do this hey you sure you you look you look young and poor. Did you do this? Um, but the so a hundred a hundred nightmare stories about that place. But the one that is the most nightmare story for me personally, but also it is like one of my favorite moments of my life. 
this woman came in and she was looking at these mats, like these mats made in Thailand. And there was a small version and a large version. And she was like, what's the difference between the small and the large? And I was like, oh, (laughs) um, it's just size. Like there's no difference. Same, you know, totally like retail voice polite, like same material made in the same places, totally the same thing. And she's like, no, what is the difference? And I was like, um, it's just the size of them. (laughs) Like kept grilling me and then called me an idiot. She was like, no, you idiot. What is the difference? And I was like, okay, one's little and one's big. (laughs) I kind of was just like, I can't deal with you. So I went behind that desk and she followed me and started honestly berating me more than I've ever had a customer. Like, full-blown, just the most offensive things, oh, no. um, which, like, fine, whatever is terrible. But at the same time, I was just like, this is a really disproportionate response <laughs> to you feeling dumb that you can't figure out the difference between big and not big. <laughs> but I was just like, what? And so she's, she's like, screaming at me and swearing at me. And I just kept being like, have a good day, which... <laughs> Is the easiest way to piss a customer off because they want you to fight them. And if you're like, hey, thanks for coming in. They're so mad. But she she got really mad. And then she asked for um, the owners. Well, actually, she asked for our business card. So I gave it to her. And she left the store and she called. And she called me because that's what's on the business card. And she was like, I want to make a complaint. And I was like, um... No. <laughs> and, then, and then she was like, give me the number, give me the direct number to your your boss. And I was like, okay, because he was in Thailand at the time. <laughs> so I did, and I knew that the number was gonna get forwarded to the store. So <laughs> so I she called the store, but I was like, well, I don't want to talk to her, so I'm just gonna blast acid jazz into the phone. <laughs> so I just like put on the playlist with just the most ridiculous acid jazz just so annoying cranked the volume so that I like when she called and I could see it was her calling on speakerphone I would just say nothing and put it up to the um put it up to the computer and she just kept screaming and screaming and then One time she tried to do it. This was like five phone calls. She tried to do it to me, but I just hung up on her because I was like, I don't care. (laughs) I can puke. She got so mad. And I I had her, I had her like name on the call display. So after she eventually gave up. So after my shift, I went to a payphone. I I called her. (laughs) And I and she was just like, hello? 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 And then I just played off of my phone more acid jazz. And I honestly, I like, st- I still remember her name to this day. And I sometimes, when I'm in Vancouver, think about looking her up just Can to Can you play. put it in the chat? Because I'm wondering if it's the same woman that was like crazy oh, at our store. Because no, we've had I, that come up. That's how. Well, I don't know her full first name. I only know... <laughs> Uh, her full last name and then the first initial. But oh, I don't. Oh. Yeah, it's not familiar to me. But good. All you list. Yeah, I would love. I love imagining that some listener out there knows this person. 
Yeah. But. And they're like, that's what she does. She does this every day. <laughs> she doesn't know how size works. She has size blindness. <laughs> she gets really upset. It's loves, really sad. Yeah. Loves calling young women who work retail the C word. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. It was like instantly too what? much, too much. And that's why I didn't feel bad fucking with her. Wow. So. I Would, love it. Yeah. I still have a bracelet from that store that's made out of wood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's still there, too. I walked past it the other day, like, when it was closed, and I was like, that's so weird that this place is still open. It is weird that he survived. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a strange man. If you're a Vancouver local, you probably can figure out what we're talking about. But. Yes. It's every day. Not every day. Every time I reorganize my jewelry, I look at that wooden bracelet and I'm like, should I get rid of this? Is it time? <laughs> and then I'm like, it's fine. I don't know. Should I recycle it? Like, compost it? Like, Throw it back into the sea? Just yeah. like. <laughs> Put it on a tree. Make Maybe. the tree wear yeah. a bracelet. That would Maybe. be beautiful. Okay, here I have a bone to pick. I don't know who it was, who the first person was. Okay, I know I'm a Grinch. I accept that. But like, who was the first person who was like, we're going to start putting ornaments on our trees outside? Okay, yeah, that's a good question. It started like a few years ago and now it's everywhere. And it's just like, it's just junk. (laughs) You're just (laughs) ruining the outdoors. (laughs) Like, You're talking like on streets, uh, people's houses? Yeah, like... The trees in front of people's houses and like on the other side of the sidewalk, yeah. um, there's like, you know, big bobbly ornaments that people, Yeah, it seems like they're purpose built for outdoor trees and yeah, they're not they're- like evergreen trees. They're like little spindly deciduous trees or whatever. And hmm. they're just like crap and they're plastic. And I'm like, we don't need more of Christmas. Stop. <laughs> It's true. I feel the same way about Halloween. Like every year people buy so much shit and it's all made like in a third world country Mm -hmm. and without like any safety standards for the workers and it's all not safe. And then they're like, we're just going to spread it. We're going to put it outside. So (laughs) it's now part of the environment for the next six weeks. I hate it. The one thing Christmas or like the holiday season around now had done well too, though, was we didn't need any stuff. You could just do it with lights, which is a waste in its own way. But it was nicer to be like, oh, there's no garbage. It's just using your same lights year after year in yeah. a creative way. But now you have to have like, there's, I saw an inflatable today on somebody's oh, yard and uh, it's massive and it's a dancing Santa. Like, and he's supposed to be dancing and has a spot, like a inflatable ball at the top is supposed to look like a disco ball and it's a Santa wearing sunglasses and he's Why? doing his day and I'm just like this is not fun <laughs> and then I had a conversation with myself about why I don't think it's fun and why do I have like but I really love Christmas lights like in haul it like it just brightens up neighborhoods and Vancouver's mm-hmm. so dreary for you know four months of the year but yeah that's fine I'm fine with that but like when it gets to the point where you're like do you have an entire room in your house where you store all this shit like I don't understand like are people getting rid of them and get let's get new outdoor ornaments this year hun like <laughs> I'm a Grinch I'm sorry I'm sorry I don't think so I think that that's a good I, I think that that's good 
I agree. I hate it too. I, I don't like it. I don't like waste. Grinch. No. I, I am though. <laughs> well, you can be, but this is not what's making you a Grinch. No. Oh, those are good Grinch eyebrows. I paint my body <laughs> this color green. <laughs> and I go on Craigslist. Sorry. <laughs> I don't understand why those inflatables are sometimes like a minion. Yeah. yeah. Like, why? why is it? anything other than the <laughs> holiday season like i well, don't get it that, some people celebrate minions miss so mm, mm-hmm. to each their own you know yeah my they father paint their, they paint their butts yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they paint their butts yellow they put big eyes on their butts <laughs> it is very wasteful although this morning i saw a snoopy one okay. and i had but he wasn't inflated and mm. he was just sad and deflated. But I was like, oh, I hope I walk past when the Snoopy one's up. That's <laughs> I'll, extremely I'll you. buy that, though. I'm talking about when you see like a Tony the Tiger in a <laughs> Christmas hat or whatever. Free gift with purchase like, when you fill up the tank. No one, should be buying, no one should be buying this shit. So I think it's like across mm-hmm. the board. Like I have one really beautiful Snoopy Christmas doll. And he's and he's like one of those animatronic guys that moves. And every year I put him out, and every year he delights me. And every year I put him back. And I've had that for like ten years, and I'm every, it still delights me. Wow, my, my favorite. Mom, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say my mom has those Christmas villages. Oh wow, um, pretty. Those last. I yeah. I have gotten rid of all my Christmas decorations, but when I was a kid, whenever we would take our at our box of of ornaments my absolute favorite thing was this little plastic like golden bell that had it was battery operated and there was a switch on the bottom and you turned it on and it would play uh christmas music like a little christmas carol i forget what it was i think it was oh christmas tree but every year when we take it out of the out of the box it would play it slower and slower because the batteries were dying <laughs> and it was like absolutely demented by the end i loved it and i would, my parents would be like stop you have to stop and i'd like put it in different places and i think it was like motion activated or something too cuz it would be like <laughs> i loved it so much i wish i still had it it sounds so beautiful <laughs> it's really just like the reason for the season <laughs> jessica do you have a retail nightmare i don't have a nightmare i have a dream all right <laughs> i talked about it a couple weeks ago kathy comic strip creator kathy geiswhite i think is her last name found a bunch of her old kathy merchandise from the 80s and 90s that was in a storage unit priced it all put it online and sold it in her shop. I bought a bunch of stuff. It arrived today. I'm wearing a little Kathy pin, a little silver Kathy pin. Um, oh I got a couple shirts. One says, I'm a woman of many moods, but all of them want some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a mug that says chocolate is my life now. I have a, a latch hooking kit, a cross stitching kit, and... On top of everything, when I opened the box, there was a letter, a a card with my name on it. And I got my very own hand drawn by the creator of Kathy, Kathy drawing that says, thank you, Jessica. I love it so much. And it's dated and signed. 
And so now I like, it felt like I was uncovering like a holy object. It was like so <laughs> precious and amazing. And even now I'm like, oh no, are my lotion hands going to ruin it if I touch it? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was like the best purchase of my life. And I know last week I said, I'm going to stop buying things online because it's like the joy is gone. <laughs> But the joy returned today <laughs> when I got my little hand-drawn Kathy. Love it so much. <laughs> so great. That What a huge surprise to have a handwritten note from her. Yeah. Huge. And, like, and the fact that like she and her daughter were like packing everything up and mailing it themselves is so... I love it. It's so great. And all the prices were like... Very, very reasonable. I remember seeing a comment on her Instagram. Someone was like, whoa, these are so cheap. I would pay way more for that. And she was like, I don't want to charge more for it. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> Earlier, before we started recording, Alicia was like, oh, that's a nice brooch. What's that brooch? And then Jessica was like, oh, we're going to save it. But one of you said the name Kathy. And in my head, I was like, That'd be so funny if that's a Kathy brooch from the comic books or comic strip, rather. It's I so lovely. Because I like I couldn't see it until now. And it's just Kathy. <laughs> it's just Kathy <laughs> wearing a, a nice hat with a flower in it. She's got her purse, little strappy sandals. I love this. Yeah. So wow. greatest gift to myself ever. Yeah. It was very affordable, too. I, I don't know if there's any <laughs> stuff left, but... There wasn't the day, basically the day after you posted, or even like 12 hours after you posted, there wasn't anything I thought you would like yeah. left, and uh, there wasn't anything that I would use. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm very excited to do my, my latch hooking kit. <laughs> Wait, what is it of? Yeah. It's what do you Kathy herself eating a stick of... <laughs> celery <laughs> and I'm gonna make it say ack over the top because you got it you yeah. got it but yeah like I've for years I've wanted a tattoo of Kathy and like I I mean I, I'm still gonna get it <laughs> the next one I think because I just I just love her what resonates with you the chocolate <laughs> <laughs> There's this one Kathy Kathy comic that's like, ah, shoes, chocolate for the feet. <laughs> it's just like so basic and dumb, but I love it. You should go as Kathy for Halloween one day. I bet you would have a dress. I think people, it would be like too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely some stuff with Kathy because of like the era that it's from. There's some stuff that's like doesn't translate well, like all the diet stuff. It's always like think thin. And I'm like, no, thank you. Um, it was a time though. That's yeah. One mm -hmm. of the shirts that I got says, um, wake me up when the physical fitness movement is over. <laughs> and she's like sleeping on an exercise machine. It's great. And there's little dumbbells like all over the shirt. It's very cute. Okay. But the only shirts that they had left when I was uh, purchasing things were like XL. So they're basically like nighties on me. And I'm like, this is perfect. I love <laughs> nightgowns. Um, but also I'm like, I want everyone to see this though. I don't want to just like wear it to bed. So maybe I'll just wear nightgowns all 
day, just every day? Fold the sleeves and then do a, like a little French tuck. And then yeah. you're good. Or just like you bike know? shorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very trendy. Very yeah. trendy. <laughs> Sounds really good. Really nice. I'm health goth. <laughs> yeah. I'm health goth, Kathy. Anyway, uh, yeah, it doesn't get any better than this. I'm, I'm riding high, as you can tell. Um, Alicia, do you have a nightmare dream experience? I have a continuation of the duffel coat oh, saga. Shit. Uh, just to bring Nicole quickly up to date, I bought a duffel coat. I thought I bought a duffel coat, but I gave somebody online some money. They didn't. The website wasn't real. They they don't have the duffel coat. What? This is this is for sure. Yeah. And oh, so, wow. um, I, as soon as I made the purchase, I had a bad feeling about it because my shipping address didn't seem to go into the form properly. So I immediately went to their contact page and that was just somebody's Gmail account. And like, it was like Stacy one, two, five at gmail.com. And I was like, well, this is not a real website. And, uh, but I pay, used PayPal to pay because it's just like set up with my computer. I don't have to, I can just be like, Oh, I'll do PayPal checkout. So I wrote them and said, oh, can you just double check the shipping address? And I got back this strange message saying, oh, well, can you provide us with more information about your order? And I'm like, you have all my information. I just bought a coat from you. Oh, fuck. So um, long story short, I flagged the purchase with PayPal and they give the opportunity for the seller to respond. The seller gave me a, a tracking number and I tracked it and I kept my eye on it for like two weeks. And then finally it said it had been and a, t- a delivery attempt had been made, but to somewhere in Surrey. And so Canada Post, I don't know if I don't think I got to this point. I had spoken to Canada Post by last week. And then on the following day, they called me back and they physically found the package with this tracking number. And it was not for me. And what did not have my name on it. It was for the person that lived at that address. They have since picked it up. It was not my jacket. So they gave me just a tracking number to keep me busy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Weird. Uh, and then, so I wrote the seller and said, like, just like, I'm so dumb, like one more chance. I'm like, hey, that wasn't the right tracking number. And then I didn't hear anything. I wrote back. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> give me a refund. I didn't hear anything. And so now I've escalated with PayPal. Uh, so by December 13th, I should know whether or not I'm getting my $130 back. What? I don't think you, I will be. You better be. Yeah. That's, you haven't done anything wrong. You've literally, they, they're scammers. Yeah, but like, if they <laughs> like since I've la- last looked at their we- looked at their website, they've changed their contact information. Like, there's been three different emails, weird. and it's so weird. So yeah, my, and then I was speaking to my my dad listens to the podcast, and my dad had sent me Christmas money, and this was I was like I'm gonna buy a winter coat with it, and uh, so he now knows. <laughs> that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I felt so bad. He, we laughed really hard. That's uh, sad. But I was like, hey, fucked up. <laughs> so I'll keep you guys posted for the 13th of December. I should know yeah. whether or not. But now I'm feeling like, oh, well, should I still buy the coat from the real store? Because I'm not getting this coat. Like, But part of my brain, some little tiny part is like, well, maybe it's still coming. <laughs> I check the mailbox every day. It's not coming. It's yeah. not coming. That's no, how I, I felt scammed. when I bought the seal pillow for yeah. Kelly and it took a hundred days <laughs> to arrive. A <laughs> hundred days? Yeah, but it arrived and I was like, perfect, seal pillow. And now 
Kelly's cat Bruce fights Loves with it. it. It's really cute. Yeah, I've seen. When it. I ordered the coat, I didn't think that the the way that the website because I wasn't paying attention to that. I was paying attention to the product and making sure I ordered the right weird UK sizing of it. Mm. Um, I had thought that it was a North American website. And as soon as like everything went through and I was like coming from China, I was like, there's no business. This, this code has no business <laughs> coming from China. So guys, I fucked myself over. No, those people fucked you over. Yeah. Yeah. Not and I think, you know, like people that do that, I don't, I mean, there's probably people that just do that because it's like easy money, but they probably are like sociopaths and don't really know right from wrong. But there's also the case that like person just needs that money, but I don't think so. <laughs> but I do kind of feel like it's not a lot of money to be out of, to learn like a lesson, but it sucks a little bit. This is like if yeah. this were a Christmas movie, you'd like, you'd find the person and be like, get to know them and be like you really did need that money and you're like here you have a coat and then you give them your coat and then you fall in love and then oh yeah <laughs> oh well then we scissor yeah yeah you okay. did just do the scissor motion yeah no you yeah. just do it with your hands oh, oh. yeah oh yeah you just hand jive like oh, cool <laughs> grease that sounds like a fun love story I yeah would. it's grease three <laughs> All right, speaking of Grace 3, let's do a uh, grandfather react. Okay. okay. So we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, but for some backstory, my grandfather was uh, born in 1898. <laughs> He's long dead, but he uh, shares a striking resemblance with a famous character. Oh, oh, that's that's uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I really don't like that. See the resemblance? Of course I see the resemblance. <laughs> They're <No>, with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the family resemblance. So oh, that yeah. accidentally was an insult then. No, um, <laughs> I, I see zero resemblance. That looks like somebody sucked out part of his face. It's so <laughs> I don't, I know it's mean to be mean, but um, okay. that's he a scary mean. photo. That's yeah. really frightening. Yeah. That's my grandpapa. <laughs> that's grandpapa. <laughs> Look like, <laughs> oh, 
dear grandpapa had <laughs> but half a cheek. Uh, <laughs> grandpapa, steal me us all tonight. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, but I got you a soul last week. <laughs> but I've eaten it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that is a very frightening looking man. I'm sorry. Also, 1898? Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, he's that's, like a he's a demon. He's a demon. That's, <laughs> that's like, and he was just your grandpa. He was just my grandpa. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he. Um, my dad was the youngest of eight, and he was born in 1945. So, like, okay. Um, Okay. My grandpa's so old that like they lived in Quebec, and then they relocated to Saskatchewan. This was before my dad was born, but my my grandpa had a like a general store and they were relocating. So he sent the family on ahead to like set up the store in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. And then he came by himself on horseback. <laughs> so that's how old he is. Yeah. OK. Rode from Quebec to Saskatchewan on horseback. Wow. That's quite a ride. That's quite a ride. Yeah. Um. As with many white people, my aunt is uh, very into our genealogy. Mm-hmm. Um, not to lump white people all in there, but it's a truth sometimes. Yeah. And uh, there's not that many notable things about our past. There's like a couple of fun things. Like my mom's 13th cousin is Mario Lemieux. And one of our ancestors was Louis Riel's lawyer. Oh. But... <laughs> Apparently, one of the first uh, of our ancestors who went to Acadia, because my family's like French Canadian, um, did it because he just hated his family so much that he built a boat and sailed over from France <laughs> on his own. Wow! On his own, just to like escape his wife and kids. Whoa! So, yeah, that's that's hate. That's very that's, intense. That's mean. But I'm still stuck on 1898, guys. Yeah. That's, oh. Old, I'm sorry. That's Very so strange. Old. Well, you mentioned your relative was Louis Riel's lawyer. A fun fact about my grandpa, his lawyer was... Uh, Louis Riel. He was Louis Riel. <laughs> he, he went on to be Prime Minister Diefenbaker. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, my, my grandpa was a bad guy. He did all these illegal things, but he never uh, was convicted of anything because he had a good lawyer. <laughs> what? Like, your, fact. your grandpa might be a bit of a demon. I like that oh, was for sure, for sure. Yeah, and there was this one Mountie who lived in the town who was always like, "I'll get you, Delisle." And like my grandpa was always one step ahead of him and was always like thwarting <laughs> him. And oh my gosh, this, just like a cartoon. Totally. Mm-hmm. This one time he came across the Mountie and his car had broken down, and my grandpa was like. Oh, he was like driving into town. He was like, oh, get in, get in the back of the truck. I'll drive it because he had like a truck for his general store. And so then he like got the the cop in the back of the truck and then like sped around town going up and down every street and like honking the horn and being like, look at this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> that, I don't hate that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. even bad people can do some funny things. Too, yeah, but. I mean, like making fun of a cop is totally radical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feels so bad making fun of somebody else's family member. I, I but, welcome it. I okay. <laughs> Yeah, save space for making fun of grandpa here. Grandpa. Yeah. Wait, how how are your have your listeners seen that photo before? 
It's on our Patreons. Okay. <laughs> if yeah, you, you have to pay. <laughs> you should pay. It's, <laughs> you should pay to have a little bit of your soul leak out as you look at this photo. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I keep thinking there's something on my leg and I tr- keep trying to pick it out, but it's just my leg hair poking through my tights. <laughs> if I look distracted, that's what's going on down here. <laughs> uh, so, Nicole, who's your Papo of the Week? <laughs> Wow. Um, big question. That's a big question. <laughs> I like don't really do much anymore, so I don't see that many people or interact with that many things. But I guess my papa will be a cat named Blondie. We don't we don't know Blondie's real name. Um, because I call the cat skinny orange and (laughs) (laughs) because, because there's, there's mean orange, loud orange, big orange and skinny orange on our, on our street because there's four orange cats. Very lucky. There's also black and white and chubby gray. And (laughs) we're very lucky. We have a rich street. Um, But my roommate calls this cat Blondie, which sort of confuses me because it's not really blonde. So I think maybe I just remembered he's a bit colorblind. Um, (laughs) I truly just remembered that. That's adorable. Um, But Blondie got a taste for our house last year and like ran inside and now um, comes around. And so I was like in the kitchen. We have like a fairly large house, but I was in the kitchen on the third floor and I looked outside, saw Blondie in the backyard and was like, (gasps) and opened the window and was like, Blondie! And then Blondie saw me and ran onto like the roof over our garden in the backyard and started screaming for me. So (laughs) I ran outside and then like, like, um, time of your life. What's that song? Yeah, I, like, I was uh, just thinking Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Like, dirty Dancing reached up and Blondie crawled into my arms. Aww. And then I, I brought her, him. I don't know. Gender is irrelevant, but uh, I brought Orange Cat inside. So that's Adorable. probably my, my puppo. Sounds so cute. Thanks. Thanks. Sometimes I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and will. if it's cute things, my other puppa would be that I just bought the most beautiful garbage can. Because, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> because I, I don't date often and I don't sleep with people often. It's just a truth about me. But I was, <laughs> I was sleeping with somebody briefly during like earlier in the pandemic. It was just too much for me. Nicest person, really nice man. Um, but he like he lightly razzed me about not having a garbage can in my room. Mm. It really stuck with me. And I found like a really beautiful pink vintage garbage can. Yeah. I'd like to see that garbage can. Yeah, I want to see that garbage can. Well, come to Toronto and sleep with me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, don't. (laughs) I don't know what, I won't know what I'm doing. (laughs) But if it's what it takes, uh, we'll give it a try. (laughs) I was just saying to uh, Sally, our mutual friend Sally, that um, Mm -hmm. having a garbage can in my bedroom has been a game changer. Like I had an extra garbage can because I bought this fancy garbage can a million years ago. And then I just was put it in my bedroom. I was like, well, it's just not in my bedroom. And now my house is so much cleaner because every time I like need a garbage can, like from something in my pockets, it's there. So I don't just put it Mm -hmm. on the nightstand or 
Yeah. I'm having sex with yeah. a lot of different people during the pandemic. <laughs> and, s- and s- sometimes we use condoms and sometimes it's we everywhere don't. Everywhere scattered. Yeah. But now they go and they usually, I throw them. They usually like hit a wall. You've got a little uh, mini and slide basketball. into the hoop. Garbage can. I do also want to say in mild defense of myself, I don't see anybody and both this person and I were tested a couple of times. That's um, great. For COVID, so. Because I just realized that makes me sound really flippant. But oh my gosh, not at all. I didn't think I'm that not. at all. Like, no. people are still dating. Yeah. Yeah, there's still mm. a life to be had. Like, yeah. everyone, <laughs> I think we certainly, I didn't feel any judgment. And okay. the only no. person I matched with during COVID was in a polyamorous relationship, so. Oh, fun. I was like, uh, can't you just have one person right now? <laughs> just On top still- of everything? Yeah. Yeah. Then you'd have to be in that other person's bubble. It doesn't, it gets complicated. It's too big. It's too well, complicated. I'm sure that they figured it out and like people that are poly and it works for them and everybody's like on board and understands absolutely fine. It's not a choice for me because I have emotional issues that would, that would be very complicated for my brain. <laughs> But it did make me laugh. I'm like, is that all the time to be looking if you've already gone with somebody? <laughs> like, really? Like, that's not, like, you should be, these are not the same priorities. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. My whole reason to be on Tinder or any of those things is to match with the guy that I see on, used to see on the bus all the time. I just thought, bus like, guy. one day, bus guy. Oh. He was so cute. He looked like John C. Riley. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Have you watched, uh, Moonbase eight yet no i've been saving it oh he's so great in it i love <laughs> him so have you seen it nicole no i like the idea of saving it though <laughs> yeah i watched like, all eight <laughs> episodes in one sitting and i was i like, had to watch virgin river <laughs> oh, I what's that just heard of that i don't um it's a really crappy ro- like romance show there's two seasons of it i watched last year when i put up the christmas tree and this year i watched it again and it's filmed in Squamish, mm. and there's a lot of Canadian actors in it, but the lead actors are not Canadian. Mm. Um, yeah, it's Classic. just like complete pablum, and like you can know exactly what's <laughs> going to happen. Every it's just very comforting to not have to pay attention to something because I usually watch like smarter things. Yeah, um, Jessica, do you have a pablo for us? I sure do. Um, Yesterday, Jay and I went for a walk in the woods because I Mm -hmm. listened to a podcast that was like, you won't be depressed if you spend 20 minutes a day in the woods. And I was like, hello, woods. I love (laughs) you. So we're trying to like hit up every different path in the Pacific Spirit Park. There's so many of them I didn't realize. So this one, we went on the Admiralty Trail, which sounds really fancy. But it goes along the top of the cliffs along Spanish banks and you can like look out over the ocean and it's beautiful. Um, And at one point, I know you're probably not supposed to do this, but there was like a little trail that branched off of the main one. And I was like, where does this go? This looks interesting. And it seems like it's a pretty well used trail by mountain bikers, I guess, because it was pretty steep. We were going up, but it definitely seems like people bike down it. And at one point, we didn't come across any humans, but we did hear a sound and we saw like a little bit of wood flying off and there was this huge woodpecker and it was so beautiful. It had like the bright red uh, head and the the black and white body and it was just like, you know, (laughs) ramming its face into this tree and getting all the little bugs out and it was so cool and we just watched it for a while and 
went from tree to tree and it was so close and it like didn't even care that we were there. And Jay had never seen a woodpecker before. And it was just like this lovely moment. That's nice. So that woodpecker really nice. is my puppo. And also all the mushrooms that I saw <laughs> that I am too nervous to pick because what if they poison? Smart. Yeah, that is smart, actually. It's a bad way to go. They just look cool, though. Yeah, they're so beautiful underneath. They're like aliens. You could pick them and just have them. Yeah, just Just a bouquet of fungus. (laughs) (laughs) I've got enough fungus. (laughs) I have no fungus. Um, Alicia, who is your papo? My papo is Hank Tobin. Uh, he's a good boy. Um, I'm not. I'm pretty sure Jay won't be able to cut out all of his screaming barks. He's adjusting to the new very cute puppy next door. Very jealous of her. Um, he sticks his nose under the crack in their door and growls at her. <laughs> and like this dog is like already twice Hank's size, if not bigger. And uh, he's right now. You can't hear him growling in the bedroom. <laughs> like he's just he was making this face last night I post, posted it on Instagram like he was mad like he's so concerned he wouldn't settle down I feel bad sometimes for Hank um, but my second puppo is this dog we met yesterday that was like Hank's long lost cousin Oh, and uh, the owner was so nice and I had this moment where I was like I wish I could ask this man for his phone number just so our dogs could hang out and I feel like he oh, was having that moment too because thing. Yeah, like she was um, some sort of a, maybe a labradoodle, but she's the same size as Hank and her coat was like silkier, but otherwise exactly the same size. They played together so gently and then they just stood by each other eating grass. Oh, <laughs> little like, They just got along so well. And so, yeah, I really hope I bump into this man again because... I hope you do too. He's like a, maybe like my, like... <laughs> He's maybe in his like he was actually handsome, but like it was uh he's like a sixty five year old man. Um, I know I'm not I'm not wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. You know all all I heard there was man. So. <laughs> but it was just like a nice like no, and he was like a very kind person, and it wasn't like a weird. It's just like our dogs are playing. It's lovely. That makes sense to me, though. It, like, if you had a kid who didn't get along with other kids, not to say Hank doesn't, but like, if you had a kid who looked like they met their best friend, yeah, it would be normal enough to be like, hey, maybe we should arrange a play date. Totally. I think that should be yeah. normal for dogs. Yeah, well, I'm going to definitely like walk in that neighborhood a bit more often around that time and then hopefully... Um, Nicole, if people want to see what, like things that you've been in, like I had a, a, it was such a treat. I was watching a show (laughs) on Netflix and then I was like, is that Nicole? And then I uh, messaged you because I was so excited and I felt like such a nerd. But anyways, people want to see your, you do stuff or if they want to follow you online, how can I do that? Sure. Um, I mean, yeah, what a fun year to answer that in because life <laughs> life is not normal. But uh, I, I was actually in an episode of the Umbrella Academy this year. Um, so if you want to check that out in season two, you can see my little face playing a, a Wisconsin hotel clerk. So good. It's fun. You know, if, if you like me, it's only the first like five minutes of the episode. If you hate me, it's only the first five minutes. And also, fuck you if you hate me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Stop listening to our podcast. But don't yeah. stop donating to our Patreon account. 
give them money. Um, <laughs> you can follow me. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at NL Passmore. Um, yeah, I'm around Toronto still. And uh, yeah, I was in a, a cartoon that w- hopefully will eventually come out called Doomlands. And when it does, you should uh, watch it. So cool. Yeah. Great. Jessica? I am going to be hosting the Mint Records Ridiculously Online Christmas Party this Saturday, December 12th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's going to be streaming on YouTube. It's going to be different than usual, but it'll be fun. We're premiering a bunch of new music videos, including one made by me. Uh, for a little song called Bongo Dance. Oh, so yeah. check it out. Uh, I will be posting about it on social media. And also if you just go to the Mint Records YouTube page, I think you will be able to find it there. Also, by the time this comes out, I will have updated our shop with the albums that Ooh. I found. I found a bunch of our old, like the first ever seven inch that uh jay arner put out the first thing that i put out so that's exciting but it has no cover like i found 50 of them and they don't have covers so i'm gonna like collage 50 covers which will be a a fun thing for me to do uh in my unemployment i'm (laughs) hoping so i'm gonna go buy some rubber cement tomorrow and put those up on our shop you can buy a tote bag or a zine or a play whoa if you're a thespian uh at at our online store which is retailnightmares.bigcartel.com if you want to donate to patreon patreon.com slash retail nightmares absolutely no pressure whatsoever if you're dying to see the photo of my grandpa and you can't afford to donate you can just message me and i'll send it to you like no i don't want to have a barrier there you know for yeah just who- don't share it with anyone that can donate to our yeah, Patreon account because <laughs> like then he'll steal your soul while you sleep yeah. like a dream ghost yeah, yeah um what about you alicia if people want to buy your book you can buy my book uh you can also ask your local library to order it in for you they will that will cost you nothing and if i fill out the right paperwork i'll still get some sort of money I don't know how to do that, though. Um, and you can just buy it pretty much anywhere. But if you want to support locally, you could order it directly from my publisher at Arsenal Pulp Press. Um, they have some really great specials on other Canadian writers right now. Like there's 25% off specials. Cool. Um, you can order it from chapters. You can order it from your local bookstore. Yeah. And I, if you do, if you have read it, like, and you want to give me a positive review, please review it on goodreads but if you didn't like it please don't do that (laughs) and yeah you can follow me on twitter you can follow my outfit of the day account which is more like outfit of the month account at farmer ma'am on instagram nice yeah if you don't like alicia's book then fuck you yeah Yeah. toss off you wanker (laughs) i don't know (laughs) a bloke now there's a yeah. couple of reviews that are like, eh. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. This really hurts my feelings. It was a very tough project. Um, Nicole, seeing you has been a joy. Um, Thank it's always you. There's a little bit of a hole in our community since you left. Um, oh. Such a talented person to lose to a city that pays people when it's up and running. So um, <laughs> I look forward to uh, seeing you next on the big screen, but hopefully in person when this shit's over. Yeah, likewise. 
Thank yeah. you for please having me. On. Yeah, yeah. Like, please, we'll Thank hit you, you back up in a couple of months because I think you've got a lot of great stories. We didn't no. even talk about Star Trek. Like, how did that not even happen? Didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't happen. Oh, it's my fault. Um, and we could myself. have. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it could be a whole different episode. Um, Alicia's like, fuck, no, please, please, God, no. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, you guys should start your own Star Trek podcast. <laughs> we, you know. I feel like that yeah. could work. I just learned okay. that Paul F. Tompkins has a Star Trek podcast and I subscribed to that because oh, really? I was like, what? How did I not know? Yeah, I learned from watching him on the Sunday service. Hmm. Cool. Anyway, yeah. Thank you so much for being our guest. It was a dream come true. Thank you yeah, again for having me. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to follow uh, Nicole online and we hope everyone's hanging in there and we love you and we miss you. Mwah. Mwah. Bye-bye. Mwah.